Welcome to Leadership Alchemist, the podcast that explores the theories and psychology behind effective leadership. In this podcast, we'll explore how to create a human-centric approach to leadership, one that prioritizes empathy, collaboration, and innovation. So join us as we unlock the secrets of leadership alchemy and transform the way we lead in the 21st century. And now your host, Paul Hylinski. Welcome back, leaders. I am your host, Paul Hylinski, and I hope you're ready to be a leadership alchemist. I'm really excited about today's episode. Episode two is all about feedback surveys and how do we craft that tool for exponential growth. Feedback is such a tricky thing as leaders. Historically, leaders have been fantastic at giving feedback. We're very quick to tell people how they're doing, but we very often will ask how we're doing. And feedback is the biggest part of how to effectively lead people. If you don't tell them how they're doing and they don't tell you how you're doing, you both won't know. Feedback changes team dynamics and you can pull people with you through feedback. There's a huge psychological impact of feedback. People want to feel like they're a part of something. They want to feel like they matter and they want to feel like they make an impact. And as a leader, you can show people and give them the feedback that they need just by having an open communication loop. And it's so critical. Constructive feedback can actually change behavior into positive behavior. People want to do the right thing the majority of the time. So when they're not down the right path, it's so critical as a leader to try to coach them back to the right path. But it's all on how you set the environment around you. Even positive messages in the wrong environment can actually come out as negative messages. Perfect example of this. Have you ever been in a meeting that you've literally sat in front of someone's desk? When you walk in, if there's just chairs and then a desk and then maybe your manager, the first thing that I think of is this is the principal's office or this is a judge and I'm being judged. And I think it's so critical that we change the environments where we give feedback. Imagine that same environment around a circular table with your manager sitting right next to you. Open body position and actually giving you constructive feedback. Instantly, you're not on the defensive. And I think that's so amazing when you change just the environment. I've done this, leaders, and it actually works wonders to de-escalate the entire situation and de-escalate the feedback session. So one of the things I really want to cover on this episode is how do you design an effective feedback survey? Because now you've decided to get feedback in one way or another. Well, there's a a boatload of ways to get uh, feedback, but surveys is the number one way that I've found that works. So now that we've decided, okay, we're going to do a survey. There's a bunch of different survey tools out there. Um, You could use anything from SurveyMonkey.com to 
you know, polls, however you want to do it. But when you're doing a survey, it's so critical to focus on the designing of it. The first thing I like to look at are the questions for bias. You want to make sure that you're not biasing the survey in one way or another. As far as trying to get good answers or try to figure out what's going on, it's got to have a very neutral tone. The second thing that's very important is primer questions. So one of the things that I always talk about when I talk about designing surveys is the law of diffusion of innovation. And if anybody is familiar with this, uh, Simon Sinek has popularized it. And the law of diffusion of innovation says that in every population, it follows the same normal distribution. The first two and a half percent of people are your innovators. They're the Elon Musks, the Bill Gates, the people that just are above and beyond everyone else. The next 12 and a half percent, those are your early adopters. You'll do a change and they'll just be right on board. You don't have to sell them. The next 34 percent is the early majority. They're going to wait to see what the first 15 percent do and then they'll jump in. They're normally pretty quick to jump in. The next 34 percent are the late majority. And in the late majority, they're your skeptics. They're waiting to see what that first early majority does before they move. Then the last group is about 16% and they're what they call the laggards. And they're the last group to get behind any kind of change or product. And it's so important that when you do a survey that you look for the questions and see if your survey follows this normal distribution. If it does, and you've answered, you know, maybe a question like, do you care about quality? Well, everyone knows most companies care about quality, but what you'll find out on a question such like that is the distribution of the people taking the survey. And typically, if you were to ask that question on a scale of one to 10, you'll be able to look at the answer and quickly tell that you follow the normal distribution. Once you've determined that you follow the normal distribution, you can assume that the rest of your survey will do the same. So if you're positively or negatively skewed on an answer, that means you have a problem or you're doing well on it. So that goes to the next thing, which is how do I analyze the data? So following this law of diffusion of innovation, if my primer questions show that I've done a nice job and that you know my answers follow the normal distribution, then when I get questions where I'm negatively skewed, I know that I have have a problem. I don't just have all the laggards in the survey because that's what I've determined in the primer question. So that allows me to actually analyze it and say, what am I doing wrong here? Now, you might choose to go back and do further surveys or sensing sessions around those questions to try to come up with an action item. But I think it's so critical that when you analyze this, you first start with the distribution of the survey, and then you go to you know what you're doing well and what you're doing negative. I think, too, once we do the surveys, the one of the largest problems that companies have is they'll do a survey and they won't do an action plan right away. It's so critical that shortly after you do the survey, 
you develop an action plan and then you cascade that action plan with your leadership and then you have to tell the people that took the survey what the results were and what the action plan was and this is the time for transparency because people will know they talk they see what they put they know the answers so it's so important to be transparent with them because this is where you will actually gain credibility for the next survey that you put out. So speaking of surveys and feedback, one of the psychological principles that I'm going to teach you today is Thorndike's law of effect. And basically what the law of effect is, is that for every actionable that's, or action that is done and favorable, people are incentivized to do that again. And if an action is not favorable, they're less likely to do that again. So as a leader, you can actually use feedback to tap into this psychology principle. So if we give negative feedback, the human nature following this principle will give the person or make the person less likely to do that thing or action again. And that's why timely feedback is so critical. When somebody makes a mistake or when somebody uh, makes a wrong decision, it's so critical that you give the feedback very timely because if you wait a week, a month, all of a sudden the impact is lost. So speaking of feedback, the biggest thing too that we as leaders have to do is create a, a feedback-centric environment. And that's a growth culture mindset. In one of my books, Coaching for Growth, I go over how to create a growth mindset. And I think it's so important. And I discuss the 5T method of coaching someone or giving feedback. And that's teaching them under nominal conditions that's training them under non-nominal conditions so that could be troubleshooting or something like that where there's issues and then the third t out of the five t's is trust because you have to be able to trust them to do the right thing now if they break your trust then you could look at the fourth t which is transfer because if the person has intangible assets as far as you know things that they can do, most people will have a fit in an organization. And the last T is the performance improvement plan. And, and, you know, lastly, terminate. But it's so critical that we give feedback all throughout that. And I use the 5T method, which is exactly what I just said, teach, train, trust, transfer, and terminate if needed. And I think that at each of those phases, the leader should be giving feedback. Now, one of the things I like to use or a word or phrase I like to use to change feedback is feed forward sessions. So a simple change like that with the new generations coming into work can all of a sudden take away the animosity or the anxiety around feedback sessions. And honestly, that's what these sessions are. They're feed forward sessions. We are giving them communication that will propel them forward and hopefully change bad behaviors into good behaviors and good behaviors into great behaviors. 
And I think that it's so critical that we start to change our dialect as leaders. Everything we do as a leader and everything we say is a form of communication. And I think the more that we realize that and the more that we start to change our dialect to be positive in culture, I think the culture will shift to that. So speaking of different types of surveys or feedback surveys, I kind of discussed the team survey or maybe like a culture survey where you're, you're doing a survey for a large amount of people. And that should follow the standard you know, normal distribution of the law diffusion of innovations. Uh, another survey that I want to bring up is a leadership 360 survey. And I think this is so critical, but so few leaders actually will do one. And leaders, you should do one. Because as leaders, most leaders feel like we're infallible. And we're not infallible. We're human beings. And we make mistakes. And we assume that we're doing something the right way. And if we don't know what we don't know, and these leadership surveys, these 360 surveys can change the way you view what you're doing. And they can give you some really great insight into how to change your leadership style or how to make it better. And I've, I've learned firsthand from these surveys where I thought I was amazing on things. I wasn't perceived as that. And where I thought I was weak, I was actually perceived better, which this allowed me to go get improvements and grow in an exponential rate because I knew what the people in my charge wanted me to be better at. And I knew how they viewed what I was doing. And I so believe in this because I think as leaders, we have so many blind sides. And these blind sides can cause us to make errors and they can cause us to make rash decisions and not look at the entire picture. And I think these 360 surveys, if done at a regular interval, can really change the way we lead. And I believe in the surveys. I believe in the feedback sessions. Now, how often should you do a survey? For a culture survey? I would say once every six months, because if you're trying to change the culture, it is like turning a cruise ship. It's very slow and very deliberate. For a team survey, you probably want to go once a quarter. And I so believe that you can change in that quarter enough so that your direct team feels the change. And I think that's a pretty good rhythm. And for a leadership 360, I think you should do one every quarter. And I think the message that that sends to your teams is that you are ready to grow and that you want to hear from them. And honestly, in an upcoming episode, we're going to learn about the psychology of psychological safety. And one of the levels of psychological safety is challenge safety, where you feel safe to challenge your leader and you feel safe to give feedback to your leader. And I think that's what you're doing by these surveys. You're showing that you are trying to cultivate a growth culture. So some of the key takeaways, just to recap our episode today, leaders, is first, feedback is so critical. You have to build an environment where you can take feedback and you can give feedback. 
You have to go and look at the environments that you're giving feedback in. Are they open? Are they promoting anxiety? Are they promoting a growth culture? You have to look at how you're designing your surveys or feedback questionnaires and to make sure that you have the population of the teams that you're trying to get. That's so critical. And, and more important than anything, changing the stigma of feedback from a negative session focused solely on the past to a positive session focused on correcting the past and moving forward. And lastly, you have to do the surveys. Yeah, you should want to do the surveys. Culture surveys, team surveys, 360 surveys, the more information that you have, the better prepared you are to go forward and to keep growing. I want to thank everybody for tuning into this episode, and I truly appreciate the fact that you listened this far and this long. And we're going to keep improving this podcast. I'm going to start having on guests in the coming episodes, definitely teaching more leadership principles and psychological principles to you. I think that's so important that as you start to reshape your leadership, you see how the psychology and theories of leadership go into what you're doing every day. And I truly believe that you can make an impact in anyone's life. And I want you to remember, to be a leadership alchemist, feedback is the key that transforms teams into gold. It absolutely is. So thanks again for tuning in, and I can't thank you enough. Please tune in and watch on the social media channels for the next episode. And I appreciate you very much. Lead well and be good.